Hello everyone. Oh, there we go. It's working. Hello everyone, and welcome to another Foul Original with me, Foul Original, here for episode 175 of the Weekly Wrestling Recap here on Wednesday, the 15th of April, 2020. I've done hilarious things to my hair. Hello, Brian. Hello, um, new people. Alan Can. Hello there, JGBN3. Yes, it is crazy. Tonight, um, I'm back to begin with. Um, tonight, the news. So number one, I wanted to talk today about wrestling being an essential business and of the story of Linda McMahon and all of that kind of stuff. Um, all of the, all of that. But that wasn't everything that happened today because also today a mass WWE talent release, um, one the likes of which we have never seen before. Top talent like Kurt Angle, people like EC3, people like Drake Maverick. We're going to talk about all of this um, tonight on the Weekly Wrestling Recap. And we also have some new segments, which I wanted to bring in before all of this happened. So come and join us for that as well. This is the Weekly Wrestling Recap. I hope that you enjoy the show and I hope that everything works after all of this. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap episode 175. So I I wasn't sure about coming back to do these um, like because I like doing them but I think the timings have all been a bit weird. So I thought tonight I start at 10pm UK time, 5pm Eastern on a Wednesday uh, to kind of bring it back. This is episode 175, it's been a while, it's been three weeks since I did my last show and um, if you want to help support the channel of course you can do that by thumbs upping the video really helps me in the algorithm if you're listening to this because this will be going out in audio form then um come check me out youtube.com slash foul original wrestling i have just hit and i forgot to change this i've just broken 5,000 subscribers um that happened yesterday thank you so much to every single person out there that has subscribed on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling that has listened all of this um is down to you folks and I am so so happy I'm going to change the graphic on the screen in a second but um but yeah this this is all down to you guys 5,000 subscribers um and I'm really really thankful like you don't even understand it's um I wanted to get there by Wrestlemania we're there now um with everything else that's been going on you know like everything that's going on with current situation and everything i was seven days away from hitting my road to 5k so it's now a road to 6k and we're going to try and get to 6,000 subscribers we're now at 50103 or something let's let's see if we can get there by june let's pop that in so june and if you haven't already then please do please subscribe um it really helps me in the algorithm thumbs up the video and all that kind of business let's just change this 2020 must be between those dates oh because american dates are different <clears throat> and let's just pop that on and that should change for you there there we go 5013 and um, so today uh let, let's pop you guys in the chat because thank you so much for everyone that's joining um yeah so let's 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 speak about both things let's speak about both things number one number one um number one is this i want to talk about the other story both stories really but the first story is of course the news that well th there's a lot of things that have happened and as i said i, I want to kind of just break them all down um but <sighs> There is lots of stuff. There's lots of stuff. So first of all, let let's 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 work it. Wrestling being an essential business. So I wanted to kind of approach this in a in a in a large kind of frame way, but I don't think that's gonna work, especially with what's going on right now. So let's let's look at broad strokes. Let's look at very broad strokes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take this timeline from WrestleTalk because WrestleTalk have been doing some really good stuff at the moment. Um, all of the stuff going on with the um, No Fan Monday and all that kind of stuff, and they um, they've been a really really good source of information. So I, I want to first talk about this. 
So actually, no, let's let's go to the Daily Mail because it was actually on the Daily Mail as well. It's on the BBC website. It was everywhere. So Vince, um, we're going to type in Daily Mail, WWE, not two things that you ever think that you're going to put together, but this is from the Daily Mail website. So let's go to the Daily, let's go to the Daily Mail website, the, da- the Daily Mail. Yeah. For those of you that don't know the Daily Mail, um, it's a... I don't want to put any perceptions in there, but it's a newspaper over here which leans a certain way and has certain um, biases which potentially could muddy this story. But I think that it's really good to maybe look at this in in, in this way. Now, I'm, I'm kind of talking because I've forgotten which button I'm supposed to press to get that graphic on screen. I guess it could be this button. Or I could make it this button. Let's let's make it this button. There you go. Let, let's make it this button. And I will even bring it behind me because that's how lazy I'm being right now. <laughs> let's uh let's pop it in. We're trying some new things. So uh the WWE cuts Kurt Angle and nine other wrestlers due to COVID-19 after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis let the circuit host live shows in his state. So I've said these are two stories kind of built into one. Each one of the stories kind of speaks to the other one. So that's part of the second story. But obviously the original story was that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis let the WWE host live shows in his state. Now, this happened after Linda McMahon got involved in something called a super PAC. Now, initially, and the joke has already been made, but initially, I assumed that this was some kind of new gimmick that PAC had, um, that potentially the, the bastard was going to become the politician. And I thought that there's not too much of a difference with some of that. But um, let's let's just go through the article because first of all, this kind of talks about all the other stuff, which is um, DeSantis was criticised because WWE owner Vince McMahon and his, and this is just broad strokes, DeSantis was criticised because WWE owner Vince McMahon and his wife Linda are staunch Republicans who helped raise $18.5 million for Trump in Florida. So let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just wind that back a little bit. So, The WWE, as some of you may or may not know, continue to produce live shows. Those live shows are being produced as part of the contract, which was between them and Fox and ABC for a number of live, sorry, um, ABC, um, Fox and USA. This was part of a larger contract, which contracted them to produce live television. Now, AEW didn't seem to have that really in their remit it was just five years, five-year plan, five year, five years of content, not specifically live. Now, the WWE signed with Fox for live programming, live programming being one of the crown jewels, especially live sports programming, being one of the crown jewels of network television at the moment. So, staunch Republicans... Vince McMahon and Linda McMahon, who have a lot of history with Trump, of course, going all the way back to the early WrestleManias and Trump Towers happening two years in a row at Trump Towers when no one else would take them. Trump was happy to take them. Obviously, Linda McMahon being part of that small business um, unit think tank within, um, within the US government and you know, that's probably helped them be deemed an essential business. Now, what is an essential business, I hear you cry? Well, I mean, it must be something that's like, you know, really, really important, I would think. I would definitely think. Um, Let's put that. An essential business. Now, essential businesses are stuff like pharmacies. Essential businesses are stuff like, well, Ellen, let me just off the top of my head, doctors. Essential businesses are care homes. Essential businesses are, um, you know, you can count the number of essential businesses off one hand. In here in the United Kingdom, W.H. Smith was deemed a essential 
business, which meant that even though realistically it shouldn't be open because people were getting their news from there, because people were using the post office facilities in W. H. Smith. A lot of post offices here in the United Kingdom have been closed down. So those essential businesses are now just small concessions within larger companies. This was all going on. But no, the WWE is an essential business. As quoted was that the, the WWE is part of the fabric of society. So it has to continue. Now, this hasn't been afforded to the independent wrestling shows, which have been trying. Of course, we can just go back again, but I think that this deserves, like, a show of its own, and I probably will want to do a show of its own, but I just thought I wanted to just very quickly talk about it, was this, of all things, is probably the weirdest thing that most sorry, most transparent but also weirdest thing that has ever happened. Political maneuvering normally happens in the back, but if eighteen million dollars is raised and then a day later you're an essential business, I mean there is, you know, it's not mutually exclusive there, is it? There's there's definitely a connection. Hmm? Now, of course, this is at a state level, something which states can do, they can make that decision based on themselves with all of, and I say this sarcastically, with all of the help that Donald Trump has been giving at the state level. Um, I mean, really, it's the only way that states can really continue to survive. I mean, something like the WWE leaving Florida, NXT, the whole of that ecosystem would not exist without the WWE. Everything they do at Full Sail University, this is probably why. Now, again, there are reports that only two days, um, no kayfabe, yeah, exactly, it, that potentially on the day of them filming Raw on Monday, it was stated that police, state troopers were there to close the place down, saying, you cannot do this right now. And Vince essentially laughed them off. I paraphrase here. I paraphrase. Allegedly. But, yeah. I mean, I could just rap on this for, like, an hour, but I don't want to. But in a larger kind of state, is wrestling an essential business? I feel like it is. And I feel like it can be. It has been the only piece of escapism that a lot of people have had to exist on network television. The quality of the WWE has increased in massively. Like, just the product has increased. I'm not saying that this is fair game for everything to remain from that point. But there is some merit in what's being said there. However... I don't think that this same opportunity will be afforded to AEW. And I don't think this same opportunity will be afforded to the NWA. I don't think that this same opportunity will be afforded to any of the independent wrestling corporations out there. Because at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, politics in the United States is built on lobbying and is built on how much money sometimes has been raised for a campaign as to how loud your voice is. Now, this is a much larger this is this is much larger than the just just the WWE. Of course, Vince McMahon has now been named as part of that large consortium of entertainment heads who will help to decide with Vince McMahon, sorry, with Donald Trump when the country will reopen, people who have intrinsic interests in keeping um, and reopening America, people who will not be on the front line, people, I, I just, it absolutely flummoxes me. Absolutely flummoxes me. I mean, it's not like the United Kingdom is any different when it comes to politics sometimes. But just the sheer balls of it all. The absolute just 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 I, I I can't even can't even begin. Like when I heard that story, um 
I initially was like, nah, nah. But of course, that wasn't everything that was going to happen today. Because there was more. Because there was more. Because there was more. So, that was, like, the first story of the day. Um, and, you know, I we, we, we kind of look at it and we say, well, yeah, I guess so. Vince has already said that he was going to continue these live shows, whatever happened. He initially already kind of has a hand with the, um, with the president of the United States, the man who is also in the WWE Hall of Fame. But let's just gloss over all of that for a second, because there was more. There was more today. So, I mean... So, wait, if Peter Sellers, indeed, indeed. Um, I just want to very quickly go through the chat before I get to the next uh, next one. And thank you so much again for everyone popping in today. Let's see if I can get the chat working. Um, Sonny Bimbo, hello there. Um, Alan Khan um, read the total cuts amount to $4 million, which is what they paid Goldberg for Saudi and WrestleMania. God dang. Thanks, Sonny. Congrats on the 5K. Uh, Linda was in Trump's cabinet, the small business administrator. Um, Abe, how will the wrestlers afford to shop at the co-op now? <laughs> I know who that is. Um, uh, no cavehaven politics. And hey, man, remember me? Yes, I do. Colby, how you doing? I'm really sad now, JGBN3. Just wait for Peter Sellers. Hello, foul. Hey, Connor, how you doing? You just wait for Peter Sellers, indeed. Oh, God. I'm just, you know, going around in the wheelchair. Where the... My Peter Sellers. My Peter Sellers, though. Do my Peter Sellers. So, that wasn't the only thing that happened. Um... Number one, if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. Just by thumbs up the video, it really helps with the algorithm. You can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already. If you're listening to this, then why not go check out the YouTube? There are pictures and stuff. And my face, which some people don't want to see. So maybe listen to, listen to the podcast, but that's okay. And the podcast is, of course, available everywhere where you, where you get your podcast. Now, um, let's get to the second thing that happened today. So... That was one thing, um, and yes, we're gonna go through who's released now. That was the one. That was the one thing. So, what first one? You go. All right, Vince is continuing on. He's soldiering on. I guess that's the only news that we're gonna get today. Oh no, no, no! Au contraire, my friend. April fifteenth, twenty twenty, will also go down in history for the equivalent of and i don't watch this so please don't correct me on it but the red wedding in game of thrones i don't watch it so you know for those of you that watched it and know the reference you understand but everybody dies everybody dies spoiler warning everybody dies so as lance archer isn't there um i i just <laughs> let's let's go for it so today Vince McMahon stated that he would be making a call to all talent, all management, everyone, a big old conference call um, internally with talent and everyone at 12 p.m. Eastern, which becomes 5 p.m. Eastern when we're over here. Sorry, 5 p.m. UK time. So at 5 p.m., I'm writing up the show, just talking about Vince being evil person and Linda being an evil person and just evil people. Um, and then I was like, oh, something else is happening. What is happening? Potentially mass releases is happening. Well, you know, who, 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 who will be mass released? There, there can't be that many people. This is the kind of time around after WrestleMania when those mass calls happen anyway. So who, 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 who will be cut? Well, my friends, that's where it gets really, really interesting and sad. And, like, it's already basically, like, flown off the WWE webpage. Let's see if I can find it. I mean, oh, they've changed it. That's why. Oh, they've already changed it. And now here is the list from the WWE website right now. Of course, there will be other names that will be potentially coming through as time goes on, but this is the list for now. Number one, Rusev. So Rusev, Rusev Day. Well, earlier on we heard that Aiden English had been released, 
but Rusev has been released. This guy. I can't point. That guy. Rusev has been released. Now, of all the names, this is probably the one which is least, um, like, like most obvious, like, least surprising is probably the word. Now, Rusev, of course, like many other people, may have asked for their release. So I want to, before anything else, and this is something that Tom Colohue, um said on Twitter as well, great source for information, and also a few other people have said, which is, don't forget that some people out here will have asked for their release. These aren't just the WWE just chopping the head off everybody. This may be, some people may have actually asked for this release. So please take some of them. Don't be angry at the company and don't necessarily be angry at Vince for some of these because these may have just been, can we leave? And it's now like, well, I guess you've been asking for like a like two years. So, okay, go. Um, so the names, according to the WWE website, are Rusev, Kurt Angle, Drake Maverick, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Eric Young, Rowan, Sarah Logan, No Way Jose, Mike Chioda, Mike Canellis, Maria Canellis, EC3, Aiden English, Leo Rush, Primo, and Epico. Now, of course, there will be other names that will more than likely join this list. But this is a list of some top talent and very surprising names. Mike Kyoda, that's a really out of left field one. Mike Kyoda, I've known that Mike Kyoda has been knocking about for so many years. I mean, everyone has that infamous... Um, people's elbow that he threw when he teamed with The Rock back in like 2001, 2000, 2001 on SmackDown. Mike Chioda is part of the furniture. So of that, of all the names on this list, especially when you think about the fact that a, ref a good referee is a good referee is a good referee. A good referee can train other referees and they probably want some of those people in the PC. He's gone. Now... Also, in the back, there was some management. Of course, the first person that put a tweet out was Shane Helms. Because I want to very quickly, when we go through these names, is say the following. The call that happened was at what was at 12 o'clock. And Diona Pirazza. Yeah, there's so many names that are coming out right now. Um... Now, I'm going to go for another list. Obviously, this is just the list the WWE have said, but names are still coming out, and I will circle back to this at some point. Um, but we also have the news that not just all of those guys and girls have gone, but there are some other people that we will find out about soon. But the point that I wanted to make was, this is, you know, again, whatever, it's... The, the end of year cuts. They're, these cuts are always expected after WrestleMania when they kind of thin, thin it out a little bit. But what's very interesting was that this wasn't a normal situation where people potentially would have got that phone call. They might have got a, you know, something. They might have got like, you know, been told like to all come into the arena and to all kind of hang out and to chat. No. Initially... The advice going out was that the people that will be fired will be texted. So people have had to sit there and wait. And wait for a text message. Potentially wait for a text message. That's insane. People who have been sat at home wanting to know if they can do the thing that they love? No. You're going to find out by text message. This is worse than Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin being fired via FedEx. Now, however, that has 
that piece of speculation which went out early on today has been rebutted by one of the saddest videos I have seen in all of my time of watching wrestling. It's Drake Maverick. Some may know him as Rockstar Spud. Some may know him like I do as a brummy boy. And he's from Birmingham. And he's proper brummy is. He did... He went to America. He, as Rockstar Spud, he made a name for himself in Impact. He made his name value so much that when he went to the WWE, he became the head of the Cruiserweights. They gave him that same kind of position. Triple H kind of took him under his wing, took him to NXT UK, made him the commissioner. As commissioner, he was kicking ass. As the manager of the Authors of Pain, eh. But I was so freaking watching that guy say, so as I said, this has been rebutted, the text message where he said, I've just got a call from Talent Relations and that's it. I've got three more matches left. Um, And it's weird because he speaks still in kayfabe where he's like, there's going to be this tournament coming up and if, if, if I don't win the tournament, then that's it, I'm gone. If I don't impress, that's it, I'm gone. Like, does, has he been told that he's got three more matches and potentially he'll keep his job? How stressful is that? The guy hasn't had chance to be even really given matches up until this point. And they're expecting him in three matches to, number one, show future employers what he can do and also... It's just so sad. It's just so sad. And I didn't want to make this show, like, that's why I've got the new segments in. I didn't want to make it all about sad, but my God. So my heart goes out to Drake Maverick of all the people out there. People like Carl Anderson, people like Luke Gallows, they can pretty much skip to NJPW. They could, if they want, skip straight to AEW. They could join NJPW, join the Bullet Club, carry on what they were doing, and then, you know, not really skip a beat. That will be fine. They could, if they wanted, do the same thing in AEW, not skip a beat, carry on. Um, Zack Ryder will kill, he will kill it. In AEW, Zack Ryder in New Japan could almost be like the Juice Robinson effect. And I could see him tagging with Juice Robinson and kicking all kinds of ass over there. Him and Kurt Hawkins could go over as the Major Brothers and they would sell out arenas because that guy is goddamn charismatic. Um, Heath Slater, man's got kids. Um, Mike Canales has wanted to leave for a long time. Maria Canales has wanted to leave for a long time. Even though they've said what they've wanted to say, they have wanted to leave. EC3 will absolutely kill it in the NWA, I think. I would love to see EC3 in the NWA. I think that in NWA, he would he would be that big fish, and I think that he would really kick ass there. I mean, a lot of people would say AEW, but for me, I would say NWA. Primo, Epico, quite easily join the tag divisions of, I'd say, any company. No Way Jose, I don't really know a lot about him, other than what he's done in NXT, but I would feel that maybe an ROH run could be his way. A Mike Kyoto could easily join any company and become a, a referee trainer. Um, and, of course, Rusev could kill it anywhere as well. Now, the big name on there, which I haven't said just yet, Eric Young as well, um, Sarah Logan, that's a shame, um, especially when, you know, she just got married and stuff, uh, but of course, that's okay, because Rowan's going, but I don't think it's that Rowan, I think it's the other Rowan. Now, the big name on there again, which I'm going to very quickly wrap this up now, the big name on there, Kurt Angle, that name is surprising. Now, that name is very surprising, because Kurt Angle still has a lot of name value. Kurt Angle could quite easily zip to AEW and become one of their trainers. Kurt Angle could quite easily go to AEW and pull off some absolute freaking demonic, absolutely demonic um, demonstrations of professional wrestling out there. And I would love to see it. But, uh, But, yeah, it's... It's very, very sad. 
It's very sad. Leo Rush, of all the people out there, I could see that it's almost like you look at them and you, you look at these people and you think, what have they done to piss off Vince? Like, they've obviously done something to piss off Vince. And he's just made the decision, nope, 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 nope. I mean, of all, again, of all the people as well, Drake Maverick, like, loves wrestling so much. He did an angle during his wedding. Like, they did the wedding and then they filmed stuff after. He did an angle. He did angles with his wife on that show. Like, if anything, you know, he's knowing where he's come from. Like, knowing that he's come not too far from me. He has lived all of his dreams over and over and over and over again. But it doesn't mean that it should have been over. Guy's still young, and I really hope that he gets a chance to come back. But, with all of that said, the main thing that we have to remember is that a lot of these professional wrestlers will have nowhere to go. Unless they have the name value, they have nowhere to go. Nowhere is going to be hiring them right now. Maybe they don't have the 90-day no-compete clause, Maybe they can just jump straight into a company straight away. Maybe they do have the 90-day no-compete clause. Now, it is also on the WWE side um, very, very important to say that they have furloughed a lot of their employees, which means that the government will pay 80% of their pay. So even though this is a sad day, the XFL is closed as well. You know, we could just do a whole show about that. There's not been a great week for Vince. This is a signal. And as, as has been said in the chat, the savings made are equivalent to paying Goldberg to go to Saudi Arabia. I don't know if that makes all of these people, it, it puts into perspective how expensive the part-timers that come in are, comparatively speaking to who you have already have on your books. I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, it's 12, 13 are more wrestlers that have been released and they equivalent, they are equivalent to one Goldberg, one time. But yeah, so that that's that's the big news from today. And I, I, I wanted to I wanted to definitely make sure that I spoke about it because this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this show tonight. I felt like I do this show a lot of the times because I have things to say. Um, now, Alan Khan, the fact that he is still in uh, the tournament and has to impress me, um, is impressed to keep his job, even though he's mostly a manager role, is bonkers. Absolutely true. The most shocking is Colin Luke. EC3 and MJF could be. This is the third time that Luke has been released from WWE. Exactly. And under the third different gimmick... He'll come back one day. Um, Colin Gallows could join the Elite and Revival, join the Inner Circle. Ooh, I'd like that very much. I like that very much. After the highs and of winning the tag belts and being a squad over two years, the Iconics have been handed ha handled very shoddily. Yes. Um, but, but yeah. Like, you know, th th this, is, this is a sad day. But of course, there are cool things because wrestling is happening. So let's take you to a new segment, which I've started up, which I think should bring us out of this little little doldrum that we have. And it's called The Bright Side of the Ring. Yeah, I'm really, really happy with that. Enjoy. Just realised I've obviously left it on loop. No, I haven't. Oh, so why is it why is it looping? Uh, well, we'll just we'll just switch it off. For some for some reason, it was just looping. But anyway, welcome to the bright side of the ring. Um, it's my audio one. Yes, it is even better. So in bright side of the ring, I haven't I haven't changed the background yet because because I'm stupid. But um, in bright side of the ring, um, I'm going to be talking every week about some fun stuff because there's. There's too much depression in professional wrestling at the moment. So I wanted to talk about some fun stuff. So in um, Bright Side of the Ring, this week, I'm going to bring up my notes, uh, which are around here somewhere. Come on, where are you? I, I promise I did some notes earlier. There we are. 
I mean, like I made all these notes for, um, yeah, exactly. We need some brightness right now. Let's see if I can actually bring that chat up. Now, bright stuff. So, um, here we are. So, bright side of the ring this week. Now, I'm going to talk about this. And of course, there are many ways to talk about this. Um, but, 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 but there are other things. There are other things. So, all stuff. Wrestling Twitter After Dark. I have been pretty thirsty. Now, for those of you that think that that was me doing something disgusting on the audio side, no, I'm drinking my water. Now, obviously, like, we can talk about everything that comes from that, but what I want, I've been going to sleep at like reasonable times here in the United Kingdom. I have been seeing wrestling Twitter after dark when I wake up in the morning. And let's just say everybody out there that's putting your body on the line. I salute you. I salute you. Yes, Hurricane Helms has been released as well. We've talked about that. I salute you. Um, and not the way that you all think. A lot of you out there are very, very, very attractive. I'm going to say that. This is going out in a podcast, I guess, so people are listening. You're very, very attractive. Male and female. Way more than me. Let's just say that. Let's just say you ain't going to be seeing me doing that. So, um, but I have to give massive props to every single person that has gone out and done that because it takes a lot of balls or boobs or butts. Or landing strips. And let's just say that I'm 100% sure that a lot of OnlyFans subscriptions have been sold just based on that. But th that is something that I am so happy that Wrestling Twitter has been able to have fun. Because goddamn, it's been so depressing. And um, to the person out there, BS, who's been putting all those pictures around. I mean, get another hobby. Why don't you just go and, you know, look at some other women's butts again? That seems to get you the, the clicks, I guess. Um, so that's one. Wrestling Twitter after dark. Good stuff. Good stuff. Bright side of the ring. Bright side of the ring. Also, um, Matt Hardy being thankful. Matt Hardy has been on Twitter this whole week and uh, for some time now has been putting out a daily um, affirmation, a daily a daily be well to yourself. He's got his kids there and he's talking about how you should be happy for things that you already have. And you know what, Matt? Good stuff. Good stuff. Very, very happy. Every single day, Matt Hardy putting out cool stuff. Go and check it out. Follow him anyway because his Twitter is just fantastic. But Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy. Also, um, on Sparkly Side of the, the Sparkly Side, Bright Side of the Ring, the Don't Rush Challenge. Oh my god, the Don't Rush Challenge on Twitter, if you don't know, it's basically that people um, look a little bit drab or a little bit sad and then they put something in front of the camera and then they come away and they're all like zhuzhed and they're all like, you know, they're all like sexified. <laughs> they all glow up. I think is the term. They all glow up. And uh, again, yeah, 100% like the people that are going out and doing it, you all look fabulous. You all look fantastic. And again, I wish I had balls to do that. And maybe I will at some point, but 100% again, making Twitter more positive, especially when it comes to wrestling Twitter. And finally, bright side of the rig, Undertaker on Instagram Live. So the Undertaker was on Instagram Live um, in an interview as himself as Mark Calloway. Um, and I would implore that you go and check this out if you can. Um, and he talks about Carol Baskin and he's asked if Carol Baskin um, killed her husband. And he's like, yeah, of course, of course. She killed him, chopped him up to the Tigers. It's obvious. Now, what I wanted to take away from that, though, was that Undertaker was on Instagram Live. 2020, y'all. 2020. Now, that is all of the bright side of the ring. Obviously, there are more stuff that have happened. Now, of course, with that being said, I have to take you, you know, we got the good. Sometimes you got to take the rough with the smooth. Um... And where is, where, where, where the hell is what I needed? Guess it, oh, let's hope it's this. 
Let's find out. Let's, let's... Yes, it is. Let's find out. So we're going to take you to the new segment. So unfortunately, moments of flair are gone. Um, they may come back at some point. Um, but I just thought with current climate, it might be asking a little too much. And I feel like it. I don't want to, I don't want to risk fate. Don't want to risk fate. Because I don't want to do the ultimate moment of flair. Therefore, instead, we have something different. I bring you to our new segment of the week, um, which I have, which 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 I have uh, abbreviated to S B T O W, or this. I'm very proud of this. Yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna do some tweaking to it, but anyway, let's take it to our next segment, which I'll tell you when we get to it. So it's the Silly Billy of the Week. I thought that would be fun. But I've still got the moment of flair branding. I'll change that. I'll change that. Now, in Silly Billy of the Week, we look at some of the silly billies in the week. Now, for those of you that don't know, in the UK, a billy goat is also a goat. Billy is potentially the name of a billy goat. And right now I have a goatee. So you could call me Billy Goat Gruff. Billy Goat Fowl. Whatever. But Silly Billy of the Week. So this week's Silly Billies of the Week. <clears throat> First of all, Jerry Lawler. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Lawler. So Jerry Lawler said something stupid this week. As usual. This time, however, he said something so stupid that... It's getting to the point where it's hard to defend him anymore. Not that that was easy before. Now, this time round, um, our, our, our good friend, Mr. Jerry Lawler, saw Akira Tozawa on the top rope. And this is on Raw this week. And he decided that he was going to call a move. Now, he doesn't tend to call moves that often. That's not really Jerry Lawler's forte. His forte is color commentator. So, I mean, you know, he's found it very hard during current year. Um, and he has spoken about this on many an occasion. Um, and he has spoken about this afterwards. Um, which is that he finds it hard to be a professional wrestling commentator in current year because of all the ways which people can pick apart what you're doing and if it's a joke then why are you so mad and he said that akira tozawa did a roman sorry a ramen noodle roman noodle a ramen noodle now i think you don't know what a ramen noodle is a ramen noodle is like in the uk like a pot noodle it's essentially noodles and Ramen noodles are specifically connected to Japanese culture. So, in a way, what he was saying was that Akira Tozawa was doing something in a Japanese way. Now, you'd think that that would be maybe a slip of the tongue or whatever. No, because he has continued to double down on this, saying that it was just a joke. It was just a joke. Why are you getting so mad about it? Other silly billy of the week, Jim Cornette, came to his defense, saying, this is why you can't joke in current year, ha 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 ha. The same man who decided it would be okay to make a joke about fried chicken and Ethiopia in current year. I mean... I have at many times said something that I'm very, very unhappy that I said, mainly because not because that's not who I am, but it's because you have to remember that when you're a public figure in any way, shape or form, that things that you say are going to have a microscope put under them anyway. And if you say stupid things like that, which you probably say anyway, they show more of you than they do of anything else. Now, that's just silly Billy right there. 
And I have to say that Jerry Lawler shouldn't really be on commentary anymore. And this is a much larger thing that we can talk about. And I don't want to. So Jerry Lawler said that. Now, as I said, other silly Billy of the week, Jim Cornette, um, he's tried to trademark his own name. I'm guessing because of all the people that have been using his name for its really, really valuable name brand recognition. Joey Ryan had stuff to say about that. Sorry, Joey Ryan. Um, Joey Janella and Joey Ryan, everyone, uh, which is, again, you have no name value. Um, and it's quite funny that Jim Cornette thinks that it's time to trademark his name. What, because people are going to start making merch with your name or something? Ish. But anyway, I think that is all of our... I just want to check. I think those are all of our... Um, oh, wait, actually, there's one more Silly Billy of the Week. I totally forgot. And our final Silly Billy of the Week is Donald Trump. Now, I don't get a chance to talk about him that often, the WWE Hall of Famer himself and current president of the United States of America, but um, Donald Trump is our other Silly Billy of the Week because Donald Trump this week put Vince McMahon and a whole heap of other people, business leaders, in, um, in a big chat, which is going to happen, um, and they're going to decide when the world is going to come back in uh, the United States. And he said, and I quote, the great Vince McMahon. The great Vince McMahon? Oh, wow. Wow, indeed. So, uh, so yeah, the great Vince McMahon. The great Vince McMahon. Silly Billy. Those are our Silly Billies of the week. So, uh, so yeah, um, I thought it would be cool because, you know, it's... It's, it's better than just, like, moments of flair, being all negative, taking the show a little bit, we're changing it up. The segments have always been free and flowing, and I feel like I can do that. And that is everything for this week. Now, I will be here later on this evening um, for, of course, the AEW Watch Along, which happens at 1 a.m. UK time. Well, it starts at 12.45 a.m. UK time, 7.45 p.m. Eastern. Um, and... Um, I also had so much I wanted to talk to you about. Um, check a link in the description, which I'm going to find some time to probably talk about this on Sunday, which is the John Moxley film Cage Fighter, which is going to be happening on Fight TV. And if you check the link in the description, you can pre-order that baby right now. It's going to have the world premiere on Fight TV. Might be doing a watch along for that. Why not? Why not? Why not? That's happening in a month's time. So get yourself a pre-order right now. And um, big, big thank you to Fight TV, of course, as ever. But before we leave, um, if you're listening to this, then of course, come and check me out every Wednesday and Sunday at sometime UK time, sometime Eastern. I'm liking this 10pm slot, so I might take the 10pm slot, we'll see how it works. But um, you can also find this the day after, or as close as possible on the podcasts, so come check that out, um, and also come to youtube.com slash Wrestling. come subscribe, come check out the other content that I've got, I've got gaming documentary content, content which will also be coming out on the podcast um, ways very, very soon in audio form, but come check out the pictures I put to those words, you know, come, come and look at those as well. Now, and finally, and finally, and finally, and finally. So, over all of this week, um, as I said, I've been looking over Twitter and I've been kind of trying to keep as, I, I would say, as positive as humanly possible, which is a little bit hard during current, current, current climate. Um, but I wanted to show you folks this if you hadn't already seen it now um just going through my bookmarks if i can find it but this came from um from vicky guerrero and i thought that it was very very interesting yep we're going to be doing an aew stream tonight baby now um let's just see if i can bring this up on the screen because i'd like to show this to you and i think that it's it's very interesting if only for a glimpse into the past um and it's this so, 
Vic, Vicky, Vic, I was going to say Victoria Guerrero there. Vicky Guerrero was clearing out some boxes and found a priceless gem of memorabilia. Now, this has since been um, confirmed by Jim Ross. So let's just very quickly, before we end the show, have a little look at this. So we have got a full... Um, set of um, booking sheets from some of the house shows and some of the actual roars that happened back in back back in 2002 and this is up by Jim Ross of course head of talent relations so let's have a very very quick look at it so we've got um, Lakeland, uh, Bethlehem, 7pm starts we've got the matches here so we've got Flair, Taker, um, Fl- um, Taker being the WWE champion at the time, um, RVD Brock for the Intercontinental champion, Heyman Bard from ringside. Of course, um, that would have been Brock potentially. I think he would wasn't IC champ, but RVD would have been IC champ. I'm guessing that it would have ended on a no DQ. We also got Booker T and Goldust, who were an amazing tag team at the time, going up against Nash and X Pac. Um, and I like the fact that it says no HPK show because of course they were in NWO at the time, so it was like no HBK and no big show ringside we've also got hardcore title Bradshaw and this is what Bradshaw and this is what I love versus Harvard that of course is Christopher Nowinski and I like the fact that he's called Harvard several times but of course Christopher Nowinski now is part of that um that that massive and you know life saving and life changing um study into uh into CTE and to all that kind of stuff. At the time, of course, just being called Harvard because they didn't want to write Nowinski. We've also got Bubba Ray and Spike going up against Eddie and Benoit. Trish going, um, Trish and Molly uh, for the women's title. Matt and Raven in a challenge match. Matt Hardy, I would assume, Dreamer going up against Regal for the European Championship. Um, and then we've got the Raw Meadowlands. We've got some more down at the bottom, mixed tags and stuff. But what I really loved about all of this, and as I said, this is handwritten, so it makes sense. This would just been a call sheet that Christopher Nowinski was called Harvard. And I thought that that was very, very interesting. It was very, very funny. Um, and yeah, that is it for tonight. So this has been a Val Original. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Thanks for listening, if you're listening. See you and hear you next time. And um, hope you have a great rest of your day. Hope you have a great rest of the week. Um, whatever you're doing, just be safe out there. And if you're in, if you're inside all the time, then um, be as well as you can. Hopefully I'll see you folks later on tonight. Have a great evening. And foul is also an essential business, I guess. This is an essential business. Eat to eat. Also donate if you can. Fowl's gotta eat. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. And if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash Wrestling for the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday live on YouTube, 8 p.m. GMT. This has been a Foul Original podcast. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time.